Gummer Jobet from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 28th of April, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Sunday the 24th, Georgia celebrated Orthodox Easter. The Holy Liturgy service was held at churches around the country. Service began at 11 p.m. on Saturday and went until early Sunday morning. Easter celebrated every year on the first Sunday of spring equinox. On this day, Orthodox Christians break the 48-day-long fast to celebrate. Georgians traditionally bake pasta or panton and dye eggs red, sort of matter red. On Easter night, holy fire is brought from Jerusalem to Tbilisi by a charter flight. After the service, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili delivered a speech. He spoke about Easter and how it was connected to hope and the belief in a better future, probably referring to Ukraine. PM Kharabashvili, President Salome Zurabashvili, and Speaker of Parliament Shalva Papuashvili, other politicians attended the service at Holy Trinity Cathedral, or Sameba, in Tbilisi. On Thursday, the 21st, the ruling party, Georgian Dream, or Otsneba, marked the 10th anniversary of its foundation. Since 2012, the party's won nine elections, including presidential, parliamentary, local elections. According to the statement posted on Otsneba's Facebook page, one of the main goals of the party is to get Georgia to become an EU member. Hmm. Statement said that the ruling party will continue to work for the best interests of the Georgian people. On Wednesday, the 27th, Georgia and the United Kingdom marked the 30th anniversary of establishment of diplomatic relations between the two countries. In his Twitter post, UK's ambassador to Georgia, Mark Clayton, said that the countries have a bright future ahead of them. On the same day, Georgia and Turkey signed an agreement on road traffic, which serves to improve freight traffic for carriers between the two countries. The document includes the establishment of bilateral road traffic permits and optimization of transport quotas. Speaking of freight traffic, on Tuesday the 26th, the Ministry of Economy announced that this year Kazakhstan will transport 2 to 3 million tons of oil through Georgia. Due to the sanctions against Russia, Kazakhstan is trying to find alternative routes to transport their exports and reach international markets. Last week on Thursday the 21st, Constitutional Accord announced that the importation of under 10 grams of dry marijuana for personal consumption will no longer lead to imprisonment. However, individuals will not leave unpunished. They will be fined around three to 500 lari, which is about 100 to 160 U.S. dollars. According to the quarterly report by the National Statistics Service, Geostat, real estate prices in Georgia went up by a little over 4% in the first quarter of 2022. Compared to 2020, prices have increased 13%. On Wednesday, the 27th, the Personal Data Protection Service released a statement asking the Georgian public not to open emails from Datacom, that's D-A-T-A-C-O-M-M, double M at the end. According to the agency, emails from the sender are used to gain unauthorized access to personal data. Recall that the Personal Data Protection Service was established only a few months ago in March after the Parliament approved a bill to replace the State Inspector Service with two new agencies, a Special Investigation Service and the Personal Data Protection Service. The government got rid of the State Inspector's office because it had criticized them. Kopitnadi Railway Station will start operating on the 1st of May. On Friday the 22nd, the Georgian Railway Company inaugurated the renovated train station, which will be very convenient for passengers flying from or arriving to the Kutaisi International Airport. Train ticket will include the additional service of transportation from the railway station to the airport for free. Kopitnadi Station was modernized and now addresses the needs of individuals with disabilities. More great news for travelers. As of the 1st of May, German Airlines Condor will start operating regular flights from Tbilisi to Frankfurt and vice versa twice a week.
Ministry of Culture announced a national competition for composers to promote the art of composing. The competition will be organized by the Yonsung Kahidze Tbilisi Center for Music and Culture. Ministry has allocated 65,000 lati, about $21,000 for its execution. The competition will be open for two age groups, those aged 17 to 25 and those over 25 in three categories, chamber music, vocal music, and symphony music. Winners will get monetary prizes. Winners in the chamber and vocal music categories will get 2,000 lati, which is about $600, while the prize in the symphony music category amounts to 5,000 lati, or about $1,600. Competition will take place in September. Update for tree huggers. On Friday, the 22nd of April, the government sold at auction an area of a thousand square kilometers in Rachelech Khumi and Kvemosvaneti region to the private company HG Capra Caucasia. The company also acquired a special hunting license for one million lati, which is about 300,000 US dollars. According to the company, they will only allow hunting of specific species. You want to know how this can lead to biodiversity or environmental risk? Follow the link to the article, Georgian Government Auctions Off Massive Swath of Land for Hunting, in the show notes. Good news for sports fans. Georgian team has brought home six medals from the Invictus Games, international competition held annually in various countries since 2014. Sporting event is for wounded and injured servicemen and women, both serving and veterans. This year took place in the Netherlands. Georgian sportsmen participated in various categories, including sitting volleyball, swimming, para-basketball, and athletics. Alexei Bedouashvili got two golds and a silver in the 200, 1500-meter races, respectively. Sitting volleyball team also took the bronze. Ahmed Safarov won a silver medal in the 100-meter wheelchair race. And Onise Jugeli and Murtaz Osipashvili got a silver in the Land Rover Challenge. Fun fact, the word Invictus means unconquered, and it was chosen for the name of the competition as an illustration of the fighting spirit of wounded servicemen and women. On Tuesday, the 26th, Prime Minister Khadibashvili announced that the government will launch a project to rehabilitate sports centers, buildings in six cities, and build new infrastructure. Projects part of the program Developing Sports Infrastructure, whose aim is to have everything ready for the upcoming UEFA Under-21 Championship. Georgia is set to host the competition next summer. Government will allocate 100 million lati, which is about $33 million, from the Ministry of Regional Development and Infrastructure's Municipal Development Fund. Close today with findings of the National Democratic Institute, NDI, on the feelings of Georgia towards EU membership and Russia. Last week, NDI published findings of a public survey which was carried out in March in a report called Taking Georgia's Pulse. According to the findings following the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the number of people that believe that EU integration would improve Georgia's economy rose to 62% compared to pre-invasion numbers of 55%. As mentioned in past shows, Georgia applied for EU membership at the beginning of March. Thus, as part of the study, Georgians were asked to rate whether it was okay to apply, and 83% of respondents answered that it is. Also, 80% of respondents expect an economic decline because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Want to know more? Check the show notes. Remember the 300-odd questions that the EU asked Georgia? We have made them into a pocket-sized booklet that we call an hour zine. If anybody wants one, let us know via email at podcast at Rorschach.com, and we will email it back to you as an attachment. It's in your back pocket. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. Like our updates. Tell your friends. If you don't, tell us how we can get better. Rahwamdis. Rahwamdis.